Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. By now, you certainly know that Instagram is a social media platform that is arguably the most important platform to establish your brand and business as we head into the future. Understanding that growing a following is simply what the world tells you is important, but in actuality is purely vanity with very little results. And that's why we have come to really appreciate and endorse Michelle Berman with the Instagram Power Method, who teaches you how to actually connect with ideal clients and attract them to you without having to sell. Michelle comes from a place of practicing what she preaches, as she has built her business 100% through organic Instagram leads. Everything is rooted in sales psychology and conversation based on tapping into the brains of your ideal client. Vanity metrics are for, well, vanity. Go connect with Michelle today. Check out PowerMethodMasterclass.com. That's PowerMethodMasterclass.com and be prepared to change your business's life. Tristan, I want to be a social genius. I think all of our audience wants to be a social genius, and we're going to try to help you become a social genius because today we're going to talk about some personal strategies. We're going to talk about how Zuckerberg has zero human skills, and we're also going to talk about uh, the one form of advertising that many of you are pulling out of that you shouldn't be. But you're going to have to wait to listen to that one. So let's start with uh, our good friend and loyal listener, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. All right, here's the title. Mark Zuckerberg defends metaverse development after online backlash. So you've got to you've got to see this. He's got, I mean, you've been in the metaverse, right? It's. Yes. I think it flows well. But a lot of people are saying, well how much did you spend on the metaverse for it to still not have the lower portion of my body and for it to still look kind of hokey and cartoony right mm -hmm. and he's saying well you know that's okay but here's the here's their exact words hold on it was um he made me laugh when i when i read it i was like no way dude no way um he said that hey it's not that bad. It's actually really good. You guys just don't understand it. <laughs> like, dude, that, you know what that shows? A lack of just understanding that other people's opinions about your product actually matter, right? Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's going around saying, hey, you guys are wrong. I'm right. That just shows you like, is this, is this even going to work? Like, is the metaverse going to, is, is Zuckerberg going to allow the metaverse to work? Well, that's my, opinion, that's my question. My opinion is that he just doesn't have very good communication skills. I think this, I think people are passing judgment with very little experience behind it. They're just yep. looking at the basics and, you know, internet tough guys, you know, keyboard warriors and, and, and they want to bash. I, I think Zuckerberg's smarter than 
all of us, everybody listening to this, including the bashers, uh, I do agree with some of the visuals they've shared. But then again, you look at some of the other visuals from this article, even the one that's uh, that's that's got the picture where it's got like the awning. One. There, you're going to show it. Not that one. That's the primitive one. But well, if you scroll down, one. if you scroll yeah. down further, there's like a patio, right? Keep going further. That's good, too. Uh, but go further right there. Like that is an advanced looking, like I look it, when you look at yeah, that. And if I that saw that in the pretty. metaverse, I'd feel like I was on someone's patio. That looks in, beautiful, dude. In and Greece, think, right? Oh, hell yes. But the, the thing is we're right here. Yeah. That looks we're, like, we're, what, what did they say? They the said, meta, look, so Kevin Roos says it's genuinely puzzling that meta spent more than 10 billion on VR last year. And the graphics in its flagship app still look worse than a 2008 Wii game. <laughs> I was like, that's so true. That is so true. But look, we live in a world where everybody's judging. And that, yeah. that's my concern. Are yeah. people going to give it enough, enough of, a, of a chance for it to get and evolve to the next stages? Because people shut things down fast now. Yeah. And more so now because everybody has a voice that you didn't have before. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I put my faith in, uh, I do believe he's, you know, and I'm sorry to say this, Mark, as you're listening, as I know you are, um, you know, you are kind of an idiot when it comes to, to, you know, interpersonal skills uh, and, and, and probably articulating what you're thinking because I think what you are thinking is you're all a bunch of idiots and I know what I'm doing and this is going to take over the world. And he's probably right. Yeah, I agree. But he just has to be more human about it, right? Yeah, uh, which I don't, he's never going to be good at that. It's uh, Bill Gates was never good at that. Uh, I don't think, uh, what's his name? Um, I don't think Dell was good at that. I don't think, uh, you go on the list. I mean, go on the list of the, the computer whiz nerds that... Yeah, you know who was good at that though? Um, Steve Jobs. Uh, Jobs was on my list. Was he though? I mean, I thought he was he, always a little. He weird. was good at he was good at presenting. He was yes. really good at saying, "Hey, this is where we're going. This is what we've done to to connect the future to the present, right?" And then he'd put Apple right in the middle of it. So I, I think the key word is he got good at presenting and I think he was yeah. good at presenting because he was talking his nerd speak and he was passionate about it. So it was easy for him. But I think if he got if he was more around during this new way age of social media, I think he would have struggled to communicate like Zuckerberg because I just don't think it's their forte. That's not what they're great at. I don't know. I think Elon, Elon's the same way to a degree. Elon's gotten better at it. Twitter's made Elon good yeah. at it, but he's yeah, kind of, but, but he's, he's, you know, think of Elon's kind of weird. I mean, you got to be weird to be able to do what you do, you know? Does that mean we need to be more weird? Yeah. Well, it, it depends. I, I don't think those people really genuinely like other humans by and large. And oh, um, all right. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no comment there. Let's shift over then. <laughs> Uh, you know what? On that though, think about the storytelling aspect of this. Like, look at look at where Facebook could be if they would just have a leader that tells better stories that connect their product to an audience that's just waiting for something like this. But it's already buried with mistrust because of the fiasco Facebook has done 
over the last few years. But still, with something new like the metaverse, they're just waiting for the right story, man. That's the tough part for me to watch and just be like, damn, you suck at telling stories. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but so does so do most. I mean, people just struggle to to uh to, you know to, to let people in on their daily lives i mean you know the feeling yeah. i'm one of the few that doesn't struggle with that in fact i kind of embrace it and love it because i feel like people like that side of things but i i really truly believe if more ceos of companies would basically allow their social media to be kind of a backstage pass to their lives I think it would do wonders for their product and their business and, and employee morale because people just like to get to know people. And part of the problem is, is people, people struggle with the side. You do that. Let's just say you do that and you, you stick to it for a year. 90%, maybe more of the feedback is going to be insanely positive, but there's that 10%, you know, zero to 10% that really bothers us. And it's those assholes that just get under our skin and then we struggle. And then before we know it, I'm off Facebook, I'm off Instagram, I'm never going back. And it's like, dude, like really, if you analyze all of your content, it was all positive. There's just those one or two assholes. Don't let them bother you so much. And I think that's the problem with why people struggle with that strategy. Dude, I agree with you. All right, enough about that. I've got something sexy for you that I didn't tell you about. Oh, gosh. You ready? I'm bracing myself. All right. Google. Uh, Google announced last week, I was looking for their article, and they announced on the 18th that they're changing uh, their search engine. So it's going to work a little differently. And that's pretty big news. Uh, I'm trying to look for the article now. I found the, the Social Media Today article, but that didn't go in depth like the other one. Here's what the title is. Google announces new search updates, which will put more emphasis on content depth. And I'm like, whoa. And here's how they explain it. This is directly from Google. This is word for word. I found it. It says, for example, if you search for information about a new movie, you might have previously seen articles that aggregated reviews from other sites without adding perspectives beyond what's available elsewhere. This isn't very helpful if you're expecting to read something new. With this update, you'll see more results with unique, authentic information, so you're more likely to read something you haven't seen before. How awesome is that, dude? That, to me, is really cool. Uh, can you try to articulate that in layman's terms about what you think that means? Yeah. So here, here's the, the problem I think they're targeting. A lot of companies, media companies, would, for instance, just grab things from Twitter or, like they said, movie reviews. And when they would just compile them, title them, compile them. And then that would be the article, right? So then they would get eyeballs and you would search it and be like, oh, this is relevant. This is cool. Title, title, title. What they're saying is that's not going to rank as high anymore if that information doesn't come with deeper information about each of those pictures or each of that information. So, for instance, you and I have uh, what do we have drunk on social? We've got let me log in right now so I can see it. We've got our blog site. It's called 100 Proof Blogs. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm taking a look at it. And this is a perfect example because I was reading it this morning. Uh, Migs wrote one about the map to creating your own content uh, content calendar. 
And I, first of all, good, great job, Migs. He just grabbed the inf information from SEM Rush. Mm -hmm. So he could have just grabbed that, took a picture, put a title on it, and done. But no, he actually took time to write all of this new content on the top. You see that? Mm -hmm. And then he reused their 14 things. And then he summarized it with a, with a conclusion. That's mm -hmm. what Google is going to reward more in comparison to people just putting shit up that just duplicated from somewhere else mm -hmm. and then piecing it together. Because so, Google's like, hey, we don't want you to piece shit together. We do that all day. We want you to give original in, content and advice. Words. You got it. That's it. Yeah, and then linking back, which is really easy. But, but at the same token, and by the way, let me just go ahead and stack on there and say how pretty cool we are. Uh, then we also take that same blog article, put it into a script, and then shoot a video, uh, which is also multiplying our reach because some like to read some like to watch and that's what you're really shooting for so my question to you is this uh, i'm listening to this a lot of our our audiences is, is real estate professionals but there might be some other uh, business owners out there if they're thinking to themselves all right yeah how in the hell am i going to be able to build this into my day i'm already so busy how seriously am i supposed to execute this yeah, I think that's that's where you either have to decide to hire a virtual assistant of your own that has the experience. You can either hire us to do it for you. We have a team that does that. Or you can do it on your own, too. I mean, it doesn't take a lot of work. It just takes takes blocked time to be able to do this. And I think the right mindset. Jeff, you and I have interviewed a lot of people. And when we're talking in big rooms, we realize that the challenge most of the time it's just the mindset. It's like, I can't do that. Or where do I start? I just don't believe I actually have the time. And when we break it down into, hey, it really only takes two hours a week to do this well and consistently. I think people just need to understand that it actually takes that block time for you to write down, do the research. And then like Jeff said, turn it around, read it. And now you have video content. Mm -hmm. That's it. So it just... It's a mindset issue. It always it always comes down to a mindset issue. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I guess it's a pretty good shift into our other conversation too. Is which is like for example, I'm I'm two weeks. Uh, to, uh, last time I batch recorded content was two weeks ago, and which means I'm do, I'm due, and I've got uh, probably about twenty scripts lined out, and uh, my day as usual gets away from me. I be reactive. I'm responding to emails. I'm working. And uh, guess what will happen? Like it does every time. I'll do my family thing, put the family to bed, and I'll come back down to my office at 9 or 10 o'clock, and I'll have quiet, and I will batch shoot 20 videos. And I, I'm not – this is not rocket science, folks. Like this is just discipline. It's just desire to want to do it. And you got to figure that part of it out because that's a lot of times what it takes. Or in Tristan's case, oftentimes I know it because we talk so much. It's like I can usually sense – when he's blocking time, basically just saying no to everyone because he needs to make the time to do what he has to do. And that's what it takes. That's that's the reality. And I, and I appreciate that, even though when you're the receiver, you know, he pisses you off sometimes. <laughs> but hey, we're all, we all it's have only it. making us better. So. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's the fine line. Of, that's another conversation for another day. The fine line of of saying no and learning to say no. Uh, it's it's tricky. It's tricky as hell, to be honest with you. So true, man. So true. So what are you what are you focusing on right now in shifting to the latter half of 2022? 
Yeah, good, good. So we've been talking a lot about this offline. And so for those of you listening, Tristan and I probably talk daily and sometimes we go go at it all day long. And one of the conversations we've been having recently was it, it came from our social genius mastermind in Santa Barbara, uh, which was back in mid-August. And, you know, we we met London and London brought uh, his, his uh, what is his, his creative, what's his, what's his title? Creative director. Creative director. Yeah. And, and that was, was a surprise. surprise. Yeah, we didn't know he was coming. And That's and then the first thing we asked was like, so what do you do? And and then we got down to kind of the brass tacks and he was explaining that really he's kind of London's not just creative. So he's not conceiving, not just conceiving ideas. He's putting the research in behind, putting the time in to, uh, to, to plan it out. Is it conceivable? Like he was just shooting uh, videos where he was playing Fortnite on the top of a mountain and in the middle of a lake and things like that. And they're, they're seeing probably if there's internet service and there's all these different things that go behind the scenes. But he's also, he's the idea guy. He's, he's an accountability partner. He's all of these things. He's probably doing the planning. And he and I recognize that, gosh, we need this. And the 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 evolution of this thought process for me was as i'm starting to gain a lot of traction i'm gaining traction both on instagram and on tiktok like i've kind of sat stale for a while and now all of a sudden i'm 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 driving again and i'm realizing okay why why am i doing this so i'm analyzing it and we all know it's lake of the ozarks on tiktok so now i'm thinking to myself gosh now opportunities opportunities are starting to come. Albeit small, like I got a free drone, and I have a real had a real estate agent reach out, and um, dude, I got a guy, a good buddy of mine, who's selling his house for four million bucks. He just hired an agent, and he's giving him till the end of December. The guy made a YouTube video. He sends it to me. Says, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "It's it's nice. It's a typical real estate video." And I said, "Now let me show you what I did that last time I was over at your house, and I was just messing around, and I put it on TikTok. It's got 133,000 views." <laughs> and I and I said, in all in all seriousness to my buddy, I said, "I'm gonna come back over to your house before Labor Day. I'm gonna shoot out four or five more videos, and I'm gonna intentionally try to sell your house." intentionally try to get you a buyer just to test. I'm not going to charge you anything for this, but if I bring a buyer to you, I want you to take care of me. And he says, of course I will. Cause you're going to save me money on, on the buy side, of course. And I said, I really just want to do this as a test. And so it just got me thinking of the possibilities, but it also got me thinking that like this niche content's driving my growth. So now I'm thinking I need to develop multiple channels on TikTok. I'm confusing my audience. I'm confusing the algorithm and it's still yeah. working. So imagine if I go niche down and I just, I, I shift the Jeff Fitzer channel to all Ozarks and then create a new channel. That's all about social media news and tips. Like I always create. And then I create another channel that Tristan and I want to do. That's all about real estate and mortgage related. And so yep. it's very niche down topics. We're already creating the content, but now let's create specific channels for it. Honestly, why we didn't do this earlier. I don't know why. And I think it's just because we're constantly testing. Right. Yeah, I think um, that's what it comes down to. And I think that's a perfect example of what other people listening and need to do also. Right. Keep on testing. Keep on testing because yes. you don't even know what your audience likes yet. If trust me, if London, who's got nine million TikTok followers, is always trying to figure out what his audience is liking next, yeah. then you have no clue. That's yeah. just it. You don't. And neither do we. So yeah. Just keep on adapting and keep on growing. Yeah. And what was his, what did he say he's focusing on now primarily? 
Well, I know what his current project is, which is the Fortnite sub thing. Um, YouTube, long form, long oh, form. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, was, that was his other recent posts. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I know we mentioned it last time, but you think of where things live the longest, where people can go back and search for things, it's YouTube. So you've got to have a YouTube strategy as well. Like, what is your YouTube strategy? What is it? Especially now with, yeah, with, with Google announcing this, this whole aspect that says, hey, we're going to reward in-depth writing. Like, how does that even, that looks even better for me on YouTube. My descriptions on YouTube are going to be even deeper, especially if I'm doing what I normally do, which is let me break down the media for you and give you my take on what's happening with the housing market. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, yeah, we, we have a lot of opportunities here. I think the challenge for us is focusing on what we're going to tackle on next. That, that really is the challenge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where do we start? And, and, where do we go? And then scaling the team to be able to facilitate it without driving ourselves fruit. I mean, I think that's uh yeah. Part of the part of the the, the the issue there. And and I didn't even tell you this. Uh, maybe I did, maybe it's through text, but uh for our audience to listen in. For those who are in the real estate field. So my thought process then is if I can own a market, so I'm gonna try to own the Ozarks as a non-real estate agent. I want to own the market. And here's what I think the byproduct's going to be. I'm gonna end up aligning with a real estate agent who wants me to help them create content because I own the market. I own the eyeballs. I'm going to drive buyers because I'll create content around properties. But in addition to that, while I'm doing boating and I'm promoting restaurants and I'm just doing it, what I'm just living my life and documenting what's happening. And if I own that market, not only is it going to probably create real estate opportunities, but it's also probably going to create some other collaborations with That's right restaurants with business owners who say, damn, dude, you post videos and one out of three gets a hundred thousand plus views, man, you could sell my damn product. Right. And, and that's, that's just this revelation of, damn, I got to go all in on this and what, I don't know what it's going to create. And that's the fun part about this conversation is a year from now, maybe six months from now, we're going to, we're going to probably keep talking about this and we're going to give an update cool. and say, oh, well, how's it going? And, and it makes me feel like it's like something that you need to, you need to, create a channel that's dedicated to one or two of the topics that you're most passionate about and just lean into it. And, you know, Tacos. I, <laughs> I was thinking technology. I but, know. Uh, I know. Damn it. I know. I know. We were, it started with tea. That's why I thought of tacos. That's good. That's good. Or, 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 um, or journals, uh, journals, Journal. yeah. journals, of course. Yeah. Or, or you could also do a star Wars type, not star Wars, but you know, um, the Marvel just characters or whatever. Geeky nerdy shit. Uh, you said it. <laughs> I mean, look, I've got Stitch and I've got the little Totoro character yes, right there. So yes, you do. Uh, yeah, you're sitting by the window right now. Maybe you're right. So, yeah. So I can't see, we can't see all the other nerdy stuff uh, back on the other shelves. All right. Last thing for you before we jump off, I have a question for you. What channels are you contemplating starting? What would they, what are, what do they look like? Give me specifics. Say that again. What channels oh. are you contemplating starting? So on, on TikTok, it's going to be, I guess that's where it's all going to start. So it's going to be, of course, Ozarks. And I'm just going to continue on my main channel. Now, the tricky part is this. I know I have an audience that follows my social news and tips. So I'm going to create TikTok videos saying, just letting you know, this is all moving over here. I'm also going to be cross-promoting the new channels on Instagram and Facebook. 
but uh, so then it's going to be, there's going to be one that's all about social news. It's probably going to be a, probably some fits or media is probably what it'll be. And it's all going to be by social news, my business tips, my, my, my video tips, that sort of thing. That's all I'm going to create on that channel. And then I'm, we're going to create one. My vision is people always loved the term mortgage whisperer. So I thought, you know, let's make it the real estate and mortgage whisperer because, you know, we need to have a dedicated channel to that because we have such a big audience and you've already got miles of content, uh, a lot of it that's evergreen that we can just cross post over there. And then we'll yeah. just continue to post stuff over there. And it's the same concept, you know, I mean, I'm going to build a loyal audience with, with social stuff. I'm going to build a loyal audience with real estate and mortgage. I'm going to build a loyal audience on Ozarks and whatever else. I, I don't know where else I'm going to go with this. I love that. But that's a yeah. really good idea, man. And I think, I think you let the audience determine which channel you're going to put more attention to. I already I, have, I, yeah. I, well, I mean, we already know which one, but still what's the second channel, right? What's the yeah. second channel? Well, you know, so here's my thinking. I think I will. I think I have a better chance of actually gaining value. And I, you look at a guy like Austin Armstrong, uh, who who does kind of similar to what we do, but kind of different. And he's exploded, and it's all very niche down on tips and one topic. That's it. Singular. And and so the algorithm knows exactly what he is and who to show it to. And and essentially, that's what we're going to be testing. You know, now we're going to be testing that. You know who says that too? Daryl Eves in the book I'm reading, uh, YouTube Formula. He says, "Don't confuse the algorithm." Figure out what you want to do and just stick to that one yeah. thing. That's I guess it. the hard the hardest part and what we should talk about in the next episode is is now let's take this topic and now say okay let's let's talk about how to apply it maybe on Instagram because I'm not going to apply that on Instagram or or YouTube more specifically. I'm going to apply it to YouTube. Talk That's to what you. I was thinking. I'm like I need to split my content into two: the news for real estate and then the information for real estate agents that I continually put out like. How do you follow up lead generation, right? Expired. It's all that. Cause it's getting confused. The I only, the only confused. argument, and I, and I think we should end it here and we'll talk about it next week. The only argument I have is that's what playlists are for. Yeah. But still so, the algorithm, I can see the algorithm getting confused. We're going to talk more about this next week. I love it, dude. Stay tuned. All right. See you. See you on 77. 77. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 